On October 18, 1934, Indiana Farm Bureau established an insurance company to provide Hoosier farmers with better insurance options. Today, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance now offers home, auto, life, farm and crop, business, and renter's insurance, as well as other financial products to all Hoosiers. The Indiana Farm Bureau family has grown with agents and employees in all 92 counties in order to serve you where it's best for you with the level of expertise and trust you expect. And your local agent? Well, if you listen to Birdie's Bourbon and Basketball, you know that is Travis Brett. He's been a part of the Martin County business community for more than 16 years, striving to provide his clients with the best coverage for their situation. He tries to find win-win situations for his clients, matching their needs with the insurance and financial products that Travis can offer. And don't forget all the local sports and activities he supports in the community. Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance is on a mission to do more than simply provide products and services. Their family is intent on protecting your family. And throughout, you can count on Travis to practice the golden rule, the principle of treating others as you would like to be treated, because that's simply the right thing to do. So whatever financial or insurance needs you have, one agent will handle all of what will help you sleep knowing you, your family, and your stuff is protected. Call 812-295-3129 and see the team at their 304 JFK Avenue location in Lagodi or contact them on their Facebook page, Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. It was so nice to have Coach Amber DeCourcy in the studio last week to talk about her state championship. But more importantly, she really classed up the studio. She's very successful, doesn't have multiple chins, and doesn't smell like Maker's Mark. Now get busy and talk to them, boys. To start your work week, you're on BBB Radio on a Monday morning. Why does she always burn us? She always gets us. I thought she would have been a little bit nicer, but especially with you gone last week. Yeah. Yes, this is a new show on a Monday morning. You're going to hear it because with basketball season ramping up, we've got to add to our schedule. So a couple shows this week. Good show this week as we record here on Saturday morning early. We could, early. Well, most of us were early. Well, yeah, most of us were early. Where you been, Blake? I don't know. Blake clocked in about five minutes late, so we got to dock his pay. Yeah, that's all right. You'll Go ahead. To, you'll have to stay over. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, sure. Coach Dalrymple coming in from the North Davis Cougars give a uh, an update on that. But uh, I wanted to mention first my new obsession since Big Brother ended is the Great British Baking Show. What channel? Well, it's on Netflix, and oh, you okay. can see all the old seasons. But the one, the new season, I think it, I think it plays in London, like on Tuesday, and you get it on Friday on Netflix. So, is that I'm, what it's called? I'm, yeah, the Great British Baking Show, oh, and I'm obsessed. You know, have it, to check it you out. watch the first couple episodes, you're like, how in the world do these people do this? You know, and then by the tenth show, you're screaming at the TV. I don't care how good your fondant is. If Lottie doesn't add more buttercream, it's gonna be shit cake pops. <laughs> So we need to get the kid from Washington on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we need to have a, a British baking show uh, episode. Get Trevin on here. But. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, boys? 
Another week early, early Saturday morning here. Yeah, well, just like the Masters, they're out there playing already. Yeah, they are. I, I was. They teed off at seven o'clock this morning for the finishing of round two, so that'll be interesting. We'll get into that first. I wanted to mention we had tons of feedback on the last episode um, with Amber coming in, and and you know the kind of the theme of the stuff that I heard was mostly how nice it is in more of a relaxed non-timed atmosphere that the coaches can really talk and yeah. and and talk about you know how they go about their things and and they feel like they get to know the coaches better so that was good feedback that i heard on several fronts i think we can definitely try that with the basketball coaches here now too and the boys coaches yeah so. well that's what i was getting ready to say i'm, I'm hoping we run across that with the boys coaches here because i mean in all honesty every coach that we've had it's pretty been laid back, especially when they're coming in. The when they're coming in, right. When yeah. they come in the studio. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah. So that was good feedback, and, and I heard that on several fronts. And, and, and matter of fact, someone even said, you know, when you hear more interviews, you can almost say what the coaches are going to say and coach speak, you know, yeah. and it's nice to have them come in and, and, and talk. So yeah. anyway, good episode I that I, I missed that. Cause yeah, that was, well, it was, it was a good interview. You were loving life, uh, Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. Our listeners didn't, they were really, there's a big movement right now. Matter of fact, there's rallies all over the country today to uh, get Mike DeCourcy to, to sit in and instead of Blake, but we all need three Vikings on here. <laughs> The guy that's getting ready to come in here will definitely agree with that. <laughs> yeah, we're looking forward to uh, Coach Dow. He's going to have a good squad, and, and they're starting off uh, with right into the fire with yeah. Bogoti right off the bat. I love that they changed that last year. I love that game. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, good. Glad. Yeah, and we had a great time. All, all three of us went to that last year and had a great time. We, we did. <laughs> I made some cash that night. <laughs> I was betting on uh, the Townsend kid. How soon? What, what, was I saying he would shoot? No, you guys were betting me he would make one from past the volleyball line yeah, by like a certain that. point it in the was, game. It was something and, I, like that. and the bet just kept rolling over, and I just yeah. kept making cash. Well, I remember right. Harold was right on those two games, we the kept girls pre- and the boys. We kept pressing. <laughs> yeah. We're not degenerates, folks. <laughs> well, I don't know. I liked what you guys were doing. I, I kept making money. but uh, It cost me all year to pay because the, the bet was not money. It was drinks at Red That's Bombs. right. Yes. You're right. You're right. Yes. You're the one I made the money off of. And it cost me yeah. <laughs> most of the basketball I got really season. drunk several <laughs> times on Chris. Well, on Chris and Jack Townsend. <laughs> Jack owes me. <laughs> when he gets to 21, I want, I want paid back. And it was great because every time he'd cross the half line, we're like bracing ourselves for a volleyball line shot. Oh, uh, it's yeah. awesome. Well, I, have to ask, I have to ask Dalf. He's... You got some any gray hairs left. So, yeah, if you uh, see us up in the stands together and want to come join our degenerate party, <laughs> come on. Uh, and uh, talk about the Masters. You know, we uh, – I'm calling for a recount on the – on the Bryson DeChambeau lost ball yesterday. As he, he was, was my pick in the OAD. So all I saw was a meme on it, but I didn't get it. What? So fill me in. So he, he only, turned out he only missed the fairway by, what, ten, five, ten yards. That's yeah. what I, I saw on a rules but official. It's with, wet. It plugged. They couldn't find it. They wow. were literally standing right next to it. Had, On TV, there's no reason they can't. Had the Well, they had it. They just yeah. couldn't. It plugged. And so... They said had the rule still been five minutes, they probably would have found it because they were right there. But the rule changed to three Three minutes, minutes. which is completely unfair. So we need recounts. We need rallies all over the country. (laughs) I want 
in addition to the rallies to replace Blake as host of the show, <laughs> um, I want to scream and kick behind a podium. I want a recount. Everything. But it is looking like he may make the cut now. Oh, uh, now he just bogeyed 17. Oh, so, he, so he's right on the line. He's right on the line. Which, well, yeah. is the Let cut me. still even or negative one? The last even, last I saw. And I hate to go across. Now it's two negative ones, so he's right on it. Hate to go across that. With, in this day in COVID and no fans and everything, should you bump it back up to five minutes? Well, that's a good call. Yeah. Because, and that's what, about that. and that's what I texted you guys yesterday, and then I also said not only after, later, you can see more elevation changes because right. come the camera angles and things, yeah. but it's neat seeing the whole course without yeah. the fans. But it's a definite definite difference. I mean, right. yeah. don't think that PGA pros don't know they can fire a ball into the fans and they're going to be fine where they hit. Oh, exactly. You know? Yeah. And um, I mean, they'll they're sorry if they hurt somebody, but don't think that they know if they can bail out right, they're bailing out right or yeah. whatever. Well, and then I said when all this COVID went down and no fans that uh, you know that trampled down effect, you yeah. know where the where the galleries are, right. You know, now you've got grass growing there, and yeah. so balls are lost, and they they may not find you know. Yeah. Well, and even where that ball was yesterday, I mean, even though they were in the right, basically in the right spot, if there were fans watching, somebody would have seen exactly yeah. where yeah. that ball was. And so, um, anyway, I think we need recounts. But I, I think it is proving you can't overpower Augusta. No, like he thought you could. He, he, I agreed. Even in his practice, but in his practice rounds, he was overpowering it. He was having 80, 90 yards in, and something's just happened this week to where he can't Okay, now. so we talked about it last week. Is it you can't overpower the course or walking in someplace with how many golfers are there, 100 and whatever? Yeah, yeah. I think just under 100. Being the favorite? Oh, yeah. That carries yeah. a lot of weight. Well, and being a guest, uh, yeah. I mean. Yeah, that's uh, that's a difficult. When you've got that great big old target on your back, that's not easy. And he is pulling it off on some balls. I mean, like this morning, he had, what, 120 yards into – 13, the par five. I mean, like you and League playing the white tees. I don't yeah. know. Some of us were here not watching the Masters. I mean, we were here early. Yeah, I was here preparing. I, I've already had a coffee. I'm on my, my bang now. Travis, and, Travis, no. bread insurance, uh, Farm Bureau insurance <laughs> commercials in the can that I recorded after setting up all the equipment. You would think you'd be well rested. Because Chris you, was just doing. Because you're doing good on one and done this week so far. Don't make me do it. You know, I almost picked Bryson, though. <laughs> Chris was doing research on Coach Dalrymple. My first pick all week was Bryson, yeah. and then I started I started second guessing. And you know what happens when you second guess, and it just happened to work. Well, out. I had to go with. I've been saying all yeah. year I was picking him, so I wasn't going to change now. Yeah. But, and you I know, I love the Bubba. I love the fact in this stupid tournament that our pool that I get in. I don't know why I get in this stupid ass <laughs> thing. I picked John Rom like three or four weeks ago. Guy plays. Amazing in every tournament, except when I pick him. I think he struggled to make the cut, collected like nine grand. Piss on That's you. the same. I do it. Have you yeah. guys seen on Twitter the, the two young guys doing the Masters updates and they're rapping? Uh-uh. I'll have to send it to you. I was going to play it, but it's... Guys, you're really, really funny, but God damn, cut it down. It's like six and a half minutes long. and um, so, so It's, it's uh, funny, but... What's your prediction for the weekend? Who's going to pull it out? I'm really hoping for... Well, I know who you're hoping for. I'm, and now, let's follow along here. I'm really hoping for a JT1, DJ2. You know why? I'm sure you have DraftKings or something. DraftKings has actually a 1-2 and two bet, and oh. it was a, it was 115-1. to one. Ooh. And I, and I put two bucks on it. Oh, nice. <laughs> $2. Play a little clip $2. And hopefully, maybe it's in of this. I mean, marathon. there is. I don't know. 
It's a bogey party. It's a. Oh my gosh. It, it, at one point, he goes, John Rom hitting bombs. John Rom hitting bombs. You'll have to send that. Wow. Um, I mean, there's 17 guys within three that's, shots. That's the thing. When I when I went to sleep last night, and I noticed that, hell, at what eight, is there, seven? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> seven of them. Yeah. Was it seven of them were tied? Rom, yeah. yeah, well, now Rom's got one hole left. But yeah, he's tied. So there's five of them. So I don't know. I think I'm. You know what? I, JT would be my first pick because he looks pretty smooth. Of course, I don't know. I don't want to do looks it. Good. But, I don't know if I want to do that to Chris. Yeah, but mean, he's kind of my pick too. But I don't know. But yeah, uh, you know, and I'm uh, the tiger's lurking, boys. Tiger is. He's tiger lurking, is. and this is a golf course that you Kepka's have to not out play. of it. And then Rory does his normal seventy-five. Yeah, somewhere, somehow, oh in God. one round, Rory's going to blow up. Well. Hold on. Let me, While you're just, looking at it, does, uh, does Woods, does anybody in our one and done pool pick? Some, yeah, some okay. Picking. All right, go is, ahead. Is there is there a golf tournament in the world? And of course, this one's always at the same venue, so I know that makes it um, makes it a little different. But Bernhard Longer is going to make the cut. You know, Larry oh, yeah. Mize was up there. Sandy Lyle didn't I mean, have a awesome. bad day. Olathebel. Olath- yeah, he nah. ended up sinking, oh, but he, he was up okay. top. Sandy Lyle, you know, for a while yeah. he sunk, but you know these guys. That's one Hell of the Phil. beauty. That's right. <laughs> that's one of the beauties of the Masters. You know, with the Tom Watsons of the world. You know, you right. they can spend some time up near the top of the leaderboard. Eventually, the calendar's going to get them, most likely. But and longer sixty three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was the the meme, the meme about a. Uh, Lyle and yeah, he and, was, was it Lyle and Bryson, man, or Bryson? Yeah. He was he was two forty seven average, and Bryson was like three thirty, and, and Bryson they tied like, the first. Day. I was gonna say, and, and Bryson was like two shots up on him late yesterday. Yeah. So, so I, I found a thing on Rory in majors since two thousand fifteen. First round, he's twenty eight over, in rounds two through four, he's fifty six under. Wow, I mean, that's yeah. kind of so tells it right there. So you don't bet him as a first round leader, <laughs> never. <laughs> I saw another stat this morning. If Bryson were to miss the cut, he'll be the first betting favorite to miss the cut since 1990. Greg, uh, Greg Norman had betting favorites in 1990. Oh, sure, yeah, of course. <laughs> it was just all sitting in Vegas. Oh, well, it go. wasn't on your phone. Yeah, <laughs> that's bullcrap, <laughs> degenerate. <laughs> it wasn't on a. Blake's got a scroll in his living room now, running across the top of the wall. <laughs> I should get that. That's a good Christmas present. Yeah. yeah. We should get one in here. Yeah, we should actually. get one in here. Yeah. If my if if my golden tea game would fit in here, we yeah. have it. <laughs> That's true. We do need that in here. Yeah. We spent uh that weekend we played in the four day Parkinson's event out and well, we turned it into four days. It's actually a two day event, but um we played a lot of golden tea and bet a lot of money on that stupid thing too. <laughs> Everything's stupid that right now. <laughs> Everything's stupid that I don't win. <laughs> but so But you hey. just wait here in the next six months. I'm probably going to start a baking competition. There we go. Or at Lo- least enter one. Locally. The, yeah, the Birdies Bourbon and Basketball Baking, baking Competition. Baking team. <laughs> don't start watching it. You'll get addicted. Uh, so, uh, hey, you are still winning our, our picks. Boy, I'm sinking like a stone, but I am still winning. Well, we all did last week. We were all one and three. We didn't. Uh, we didn't publicly make our picks this week since we were doing a show at a no, little different time. But uh, yeah, I, I of course won my first game. I of course lost it. I'm Which, really good on Thursday and Friday night picks. And that's did, what the, tr- the real stat is. And, yeah, I, and I didn't put my picks in until 5:47 this morning. I am good. 
you know, if I pick against my teams and they keep losing, I'm good with it. Is that Masters on a constant loop? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess we can cut the Masters. So, IU, um, IU top 10. IU top 10? Who uh, thought we'd see that day? Chris giving favorite. no love. Favorite this week. Yeah. And that's I'm, why I Chris against, picked the dog. I, 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 pay, I, I, I picked, picked the dog IU every time this year. They've so. got to falter somewhere. Well, is no. this the week or does the train keep moving? Well, the train keeps moving. That's going to be a huge game next week. Ohio is it, State. Is it next week? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, here's – you know, Indiana football fans, you know, you can only be so uh, – like when I hear this, say we beat Michigan State. We. I'm on the team. Yeah. Like yeah. Chris, Chris, Chris was on the Barbie volleyball team. I don't yeah, know if you did do you, that. Do you hear that? <laughs> If IU wins today and that train does keep rolling, I'm sorry. I'm, you know, I'm doing that thing where I'm trying to block the sun yeah. from my eyes going into Ohio State because how many times do you go into a game like that? You're all excited. It'll be, interesting, like, boom. To see, it'll be interesting to see what that line is. I want to jump all over it. <laughs> if I if IU wins today and that line comes out Tuesday, jump all over it. It's got to be minimum two touchdowns, right? Yeah. I bet it won't be. I, I wouldn't no. think, though. If they win. It may not. It, it, it'll go. I bet it'll be if it comes. If it comes up between seven and nine, there will be so much heavy money on Ohio State that line's going to go. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. You better get on it now. Yeah, yeah. you need to jump on it fast. Well, it's probably already on there. That's probably Brian's pick this week. Now I looked this morning. <laughs> I only did that once. I ran through all the way to November seventeenth this morning on DraftKings. <laughs> Fucking awkward. So, um, Fucking yeah. Um, uh, but um, on you guys' question that we posted, the best senior class. Yeah, for Barry, just since I wasn't here the other night, I think that has to be they have to be considered. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. think there's any question. I mean, uh, it, in 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 girl, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you could take the whole class probably. Yeah, I don't I, think I, you I say think, girls. I think period. I think it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, and it, I liked how Amber was saying, you know, would have been nice maybe to win three in a row in one A, maybe, but the story of getting beat by Heritage, come back and beat him. Yeah, going two A, and now you're going three A. I mean, had they, it w- would really have been interesting if they had pulled off two A last year. Yeah, wouldn't you like to see what they would have done in three? I don't know. Would they? Well, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't have been. No. A, let's just it say they, been, it, it wouldn't have been a move up. So let's just say they would have. They win two yeah. A last year. I didn't watch the three A game, and I, I wish didn't. I would have. Um, and based on my vast volleyball knowledge, I probably could have picked who would have won the game. But it would be not. You can't tell me they wouldn't have seriously competed. No question about that. Yeah. I don't, I don't oh, with this that. group? Yeah. 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 With this group. But talking about those seniors, you know, you've got Anna, who's just an amazing volleyball player. Hannah, Hannah Graber was awesome. Um, Addison Ainsco. And, and then you add J.C. Thompson, you yeah. know, with – and then Michaela. I mean, what a – my goodness. Yeah. What a group of seniors yeah. to, to a collection of talent. And Anna played – very, very well. Those last three games were incredible. Yeah. I did not played. realize, and and this was after I saw it uh, after the interview with Amber, that she was selected MVP of all four state championship games. Really? Yes. So I was like, wow, that's huge. I don't know. Maybe I just saw that in a couple of days. I mean, twenty one kills in three games. Yeah. That's so that's of the state good. championship. All four of those girls that you mentioned, though. Um, the core four did make yeah. all state in two yeah. A. So, but yeah, and the majority of the team made uh, all state academic. As I well. tell you, so. that yeah. sectional. If if they go to Washington, which I would assume they would, Washington yeah. Lincoln. I mean, that's going to be a sectional. Yep. Yeah, they're they're gonna. I and I haven't researched it to see where they go 
and I and I hate to put the cart before the horse kind of say, but yeah. where they go after if they would win that sectional over right, there. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. So and and who's all in that. So and yeah. that'll be something we'll we'll look at. Well down, and down I the didn't road. I didn't say it to put Amber on the spot, but I kind of alluded to the fact that I switched over to the IU football game during that because that fucking volleyball game was over yeah. in five minutes. Yeah. There, that, there was no chance that was happening. No. So, hey, let's take a quick break here because we've got a special guest just walked in the studio, head coach Brent Dalrymple of North Davis Cougars, and uh, we'll let him get settled, and we will be right back after this. Hey, you know when you hear that sound, we're going to talk about Country Oaks Golf Club in Montgomery, Indiana, right on Route 50 between Washington and Montgomery. Call 812-486-3300 for these last bit of tea times that you can play as the weather is getting colder but the grass is still good because they've got all zoysia fairways and tea boxes so call 812-486-3300 and we will see you at the oaks and we got a very very special guest in studio actually early on a saturday morning got head coach brent dalrymple of the north davis cougars how you doing coach i'm good thanks thanks for uh asking me to be here appreciate it yeah we're glad yeah you can get just as close to the microphone as you want we uh up here in our great studio yeah in our luxurious (laughs) studios high above country it's warm that's good well you know we've had a we kind of promo that you were coming in and what everybody wants to know is what in the world it was like coaching blake burkhart Well, it's been so long ago. We, <laughs> I was gonna we, say twenty. You're getting ready to go on your twenty first year. Yeah. Well, I don't. Yeah. N- not in his mind. We were talking about a high school girls basketball player that what graduated not last year, two years ago, and he's she's like, well, we're Blake said, well, we're basically the same age. We're, we're in the twenties. Oh, yeah. We're in the twenties. Same age. <laughs> <laughs> not even remotely uh, close. So, what was the strengths in Blake's game? It was not one. Uh, uh, Blake Blake was a uh, he was definitely a mental mental player. He was very smart and knew the game, and uh, you know that was early early in my career. And uh, you know the one thing I remember about Blake is uh, when I first got to North Davies is uh, Blake had a project. I don't know, it was eighth third grade. or fourth grade. Yeah, yeah, I think it was third or fourth grade. Third or fourth grade that. Uh, one of his questions was, you know, uh, they'd gone through so many coaches at North Davies for, uh, when I got there, uh, was, you know, how long are you going to be here? Yeah. And uh, I told him I planned on being here for a long, long time, and I'm not sure he believed that answer. <laughs> he does now. <laughs> I, was, I was getting ready to say, you're getting ready to go in your 21st year. Yeah. Hard to believe. Yeah, it is really. <laughs> Congrats. It's, it, it's hard to believe, and, um, you know, it's one of those things where, and I'll be honest, when I first came down here to North Davies, um, you know, we're, we're a school out in the middle of three cornfields yeah. and, you know, I, d- I didn't know what I was getting into yeah. and, uh, my, my plans were to, to coach a few years and, and get back North. But so man, you were lying to Blake when you I, told him. I, yeah, I kind of was, <laughs> I kind of was, uh, but, uh, you know, this place, it, it grew on me and, and, Good. uh, I, I, there's no other place I'd rather be. Where did you come from? Coach? I, when you came I, well, I'm originally from Rushville, Indiana, but, okay. uh, I started my teaching and coaching, uh, at Shelbyville, yeah. which is about a half I, hour. I used to live out in Batesville, so okay. I know exactly okay. where you're at. Yep. I know all about Batesville Bulldogs. Yeah. And, um, so I, I worked there five or six years as freshman coach and JV coach and a, a teacher. And this opportunity came along in 2000 and, uh, jumped at it and it's uh it's been a it's been a great ride yeah that's awesome that's a long time i wonder how many coaches around the state 
are more tenured than you are in your position. Yeah. I can't be too many, I no. wouldn't think. Yeah, that's so probably right. 270 and 206, five sectionals, two regionals. Not, not bad. Not bad. We Especially with, to a school that never had one. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> the thing. My, my first five years were, were a rough uh, first five years. Uh, I mean. Well, you won you know, sectional your we, first year. We won the sectional <laughs> the first year, and, and, and I, I truly believe that uh, something, something uh, helped that happen uh, because I truly believe had we not won that sectional, maybe I wouldn't have been given uh, the time that we needed to, to get the program where it needed to be. Uh, it, you know, when I got there, I think in 1983 was the last time we won a game oh, in wow. sectional oh. at, at North Davies. And I didn't so, know that one. <laughs> yeah. 17 years, uh, of, of not winning a game in sectional play. Uh, I got it had to there. look good coming down here. I mean, it had to be real enticing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I didn't care. I wanted to be a head coach and, and, um, you know, the, the year I came, Shelbyville was actually open. Uh, I applied for that job, and I was just – I kept being told that I was too young. I didn't have experience. And so that's why I came to North Davies, to get that experience. And um, like I said, things worked out, and 21 years later, here we are. Hey, where'd you go to college? I went to St. Joseph's College in Rensselaer. Okay. Uh, I tried to play basketball there. Yeah. found out real quick that uh, even though it was, a you know, a Division two college um, – I didn't fit. There's lots of good players out there. <laughs> yeah. it? It, it was uh, it was a very eye opening experience. I knew some of that, you know, through playing summer basketball and that type of thing. I'd yeah. been exposed to some of those good players, but you know, even at the D two level, it was uh, it was very high level. And so I went to I went to St. Joe, and my senior year uh, at St. Joe, I was a business marketing major, mm-hmm. and um, I did some refing on the side uh, just for some extra money, spending money, that type of thing, and. Uh, the athletic director at the local high school said, Hey, I got a better job for you. I said, what's that? And he said, JV girls, basketball coach. And I said, no way. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> He said, he said, just try it. Give yeah. me, give me a couple days. Just try it. And literally the first 10 minutes of the very first practice I attended, I was in love with it. I went back to my counselor. I changed my major. Really? Um, I, I end up having to graduate from St. Joe with, with marketing because it was just kind of too late to do that. Yeah. Uh, and then I ended up at Ball State for two years to get oh, cool. my education degree. Cool. What what cool. what do you like best about coaching? Is it is it more the teaching or is it preparation for games or, or what do you like the best? Man, I like all of it. I yeah. mean, it, it, it's so rewarding. Um, you know, I, I think that's the biggest thing with – you know, you want a job that, that you feel like you're making a difference. Yeah. And and I just feel like I'm making a difference with all these kids. Um, so, you know, as far as liking best, I, you know, I like practices. You hear all these coaches all the time saying, oh, I, I love uh, practices. And I love the games, yeah. man. Right. I, I, I love competing and, and getting after it. I mean, practices are, are necessary. But um, it, it's just such the, the reward that you uh, – you get with with teaching kids right and it's not just about basketball you know it's it's everything and then to see that smile on their face when when you finally do do something really good um it makes it all worth it and you're you're in a unique position now you've got guys like this guy that are you know an older knocking on the age 40 so you've yeah. seen them what they've done as yeah. as their uh as their, their life's taken them so well, you got a lot of guys under you that are your assistant that that's probably that's probably the um biggest payoff is the fact that 
uh, I've become friends with, with all my guys. Yeah. Um, these guys still call me to play golf with them and, uh, I play some slow pitch softball and they still call me to do that. Cool. And, um, it, it's just a lot of fun watching these guys become men and, and yeah. become successful men. Um, you know, I feel like I had a little bit of, to do with that, and it all started with JV girls basketball. That's it. <laughs> we were and we were one in nineteen that year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so uh, going into last year a little bit, fifteen and nine, and you've had a lot of seniors. Yeah, a lot of a lot of seniors. A lot of close games in there, right? Yeah, if I remember right. Yeah, I mean, so you lost uh, Jack Townsend, Kirk Wagler, Jalen Knapp, Trevor Riggins. Yep. That's it. That was it. I mean, four four starters basically. Four starters for three years. Yeah. Uh, some had started Kirk, started for four years. So. All-time record games played, right? Uh, he was close. Um, I think I think he was ended up second or third. True Blood, True Blood. And, and Ramsey both yeah. both are in the top high 90s. So yeah. Kirk was really close with that. But, um, you know, we, yeah, we lost four seniors and, um, you know, kids that, that played a whole bunch. And um, so – I wouldn't term it we're starting over. I feel like we're reloading. Yeah. Um, we, we've got some some young kids that, that, matter of fact, played last year. I played three freshmen last year, one freshman all the time, Jalen Mullen, and the other two freshmen, Lance and Logan Wilson, uh, you know, got minutes as, as the season went along and got ready. So, um, you know, so we're not we're not restarting everything, um, but there there is a learning curve here that we're, we're finding out that, uh, we, we've got a lot of work to do. It's funny. Mullen's a sophomore. Yes. He's a, you know, we've heard and seen him for so long. It feels like he's a junior at least. That yeah. he's just, wow, it's crazy. He's, well, he's good in other sports, too. Yeah, so, I mean, right. Yes, yeah, yeah, so you've seen tennis year-round. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hell of a tennis player. That's so you, right. So you got the three sophomores, Darren Loniger, correct? we got four seniors this year. we got Bryce Collins, Alex Steffi, Darren Loniger, and Ike Wolford. And right now, all four of those seniors – uh, are vying for playing time uh, spots on on the varsity level, and you know sometimes you have seniors that aren't going to play as much. But sure. I, I think these four seniors are going to contribute and uh, in their own different ways. But we're trying to figure out uh, where they fit and and what we're going to be, and uh, that's probably the biggest challenge right now is is figuring out who we're going to be as a basketball team. Yeah. Well, go ahead. Well, I said I was just gonna say, and you say reloading. I mean, you had a record-setting JV team last year. Right. right. So, I mean, we were nineteen one. Oh wow! Like that. Yeah. Cool. And um, so, yeah, we we you know that's that's where we're at in our program. It's probably the strongest um, that we've been from you know varsity level all the way down through the fifth and sixth grade. I think uh, I checked our our record last year from JV through fifth grade. We were ninety six and ten. Wow. And, that's probably uh, the best it's awesome. ever been. It's it's the best it's ever been, and that's great. Uh, you know, got a lot of great feeder coaches. J- John Mullen, Jalen's dad, is our eighth grade coach, okay. and uh, he just does a tremendous job. He's relentless with with what he does, and uh, all all of our our feeder coaches, uh, Brandon Callison, a former player, Chris Lowhider, Braden Westner, Colton Gregory, um, Brian Wagler, a lot of those guys uh, have been involved with the program for many years, and. Uh, it's just you know we're we're in a great spot right here and and uh, you know I feel like 21 years into it I'm 50 years old and feel like I'm in the prime of of what I'm doing yeah and uh, you know I, I just feel like North Davies is in a great spot basketball wise I feel the same way I'm 52 and I'm just now getting becoming the <laughs> golfer that I'm going to become you just had a swing change how do you 
it's going to be magical. You <laughs> in the winter. See. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm thinking about it. Is, is there any uh, newcomers that could crack the lineup? Yeah, sure. We've got uh, we got two other um, juniors. we got Marcus Britton and, and Devin Collins, uh, who played a lot of JV basketball last year that I think will – eventually get to contribute right now you know and i've i've talked to those guys if we we've gone along this week and you know really we've been practicing for two or three weeks with the new ihsa rules right, that, right. that open things up and so we really we really hit the ground running and uh those those two will contribute and then i've got another couple sophomores the the kids that they're triplets there's there's two brothers and a, and a sister really that moved into our area about two years ago and uh Braden and Brendan Stickles, uh, their sister is named Brooke. Uh, she played on the volleyball team and is a nice athlete. But they're sophomores. Brendan is probably six five, maybe six six, and nice. uh, really coming along. And and his brother is uh, just a hard nosed worker and, and good basketball player. So you know we're we're loaded down through the grades. We we've, we've got freshman level that that you know there's kids that are out there competing and yeah it's made for good practices so far it's good when you get them you, you see those move-ins come in they have to duck when they walk in the door that's, that's right <laughs> well me and you had talked about it blake that through i think it was last year or something about that junior high that was dominant through the swiac and everything yeah. else and that that you you got some coming up through the through the ages sure i and, mean in my 21 years, we'd only won the SWAC once. We've won it three times in a row. Yeah, I mean, they were they level. were pretty dominant. I mean, we were talking junior high one night, and, you know, yeah. And, you know, we've, we've got a lot of people, especially press people around the state that listen to this podcast on a regular basis. <laughs> and if you don't know, like, this area is unlike any other area in the state. I mean, we, we've got a lot of talent in this area. Well, it's, you know, it's this little triangle. Yeah. North Davis, you know, Ligoti. You know, Bar Reef. I mean, you, you can even add Washington Linton in there. And right. I mean, you, you've got this little little area right yeah, there. For but, sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's no doubt. And and, and I really feel like, uh, you know, people question me a lot about, well, you know, your sectional is so tough. Uh, we got a weekend there in January where we played Linton and Bar Reef yeah. back to back. Right. And, man, that's what it's all about. And and it's I, I truly believe it's what's made us, um, you know, what we are. It's made us have the ability to – if you win that sectional, you can you can go a long, long right, way in the tournament. Right. So, uh, had we stayed when I first got here, we were in the White River Valley sectional, and, and you know, no offense to those teams at all, but um, <laughs> you know, having to prepare all season for Bar Reeve and Lagodi um, versus some of the teams that were in the WRV sectional, it just it just wouldn't have been the same. Yeah. So it's really pushed us and 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 made us what we. It's are. It's almost a throwback to single class. I mean, you win your sectional, you've really done something. Yeah. Yeah. You've, uh, you did an interview, and I can't remember when, but it was about that, that Bar Reeve Linton weekend that you had, and I think it was either last year or the year before that I heard, and I thought that was awesome scheduling because you're exactly going to do that come sectional. Mm -hmm. That's I right. mean, that is – I mean, you've got to – and I think everybody, a lot of other people are taking that approach too that, yeah. hey, we need to back-to-back, -back, you know. And I see down here Evansville Central. Yeah. You added in this year. So, yeah. I mean, that's a great 4A to – you know, just as a 4A sure. squad to, to add sure. in. Rumor on the street is Sullivan's adding some people. Yeah. But, <laughs> well, you know, I was going to ask that question. I'm glad you brought and, that up. And so now you've got – because Sullivan wasn't in there last year. Right. And so you've added them, and they're at the end of the year. So, yeah. They replaced Jasper, right? Yeah, you Sullivan Jasper. replaced Jasper. We've uh, also added Gibson Southern at Princeton uh, okay. in December. And, uh, you know, we're going we're gonna to continue to do that as, we, as these – Young sophomores uh, continue to get older. We'll we'll continue to to add things to our schedule. Right. You know we, 
you know, again, the the benchmark is Bar-Eve Lagodi, and you watch Bar-Eve and the schedule that, that they've put right, on, right. and and it has done nothing but help them. So we're going to try to do that too. I, I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, obviously Sullivan, what they got a kid from uh, Casey, kid from Olney, Illinois. Hey, did you get any calls? Anybody just kind of testing the waters? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just curious, you know, with that, these schools over here on the west side yeah, of the state. Yeah, because you're only 20-some miles, right. you know, and, the, you know, it's no not that big of a drive. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I can see it. But. At this point, no. Yeah. Um, and, and honestly, um, to, to – uh, do it with your with your own guys and right oh absolutely exactly. yeah um, i was just curious how how many how many feelers were being put out because you know there are i mean oh, let's right. not yeah. i'm sure there's there's plenty and i know well i'm more familiar with lawrenceville and bridgeport more than anybody and there's i don't think there's really anybody over there that is is would make an impact over here anywhere but it, it's an interesting thing that we're dealing with that yeah, sure you is. know never seen i tried tried to get my son to go play golf in illinois and then come back and move back here at christmas <laughs> and play golf in the spring in indiana yeah. but, but um, we mentioned a while ago how we just love the, the new first game of the year Lagodi. yeah we love that you know that new one's kind of like the barry washington matchup that's the night before now and yeah, we all. It makes for a great lead into Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. it does because you have back to back. You have your game, which we went. We, all three of us went together last year and watched it, and then you know you go over to Washington. It's a great holiday weekend. Of course, this year we're probably not gonna, yeah, get to go see the Washington game. So yeah, we might have live lead-ins. But on that point, um, you Lagodi's basically got the same team, right? I mean, so yeah. <laughs> when do you as a coach? You probably were able to start preparation pretty early for that game. I'm, I'm guessing, knowing what you're what you've got coming in with Lagodi. Yeah, I mean, I, I I guess you you prepare for them, but I, honestly, um, you know that's that's a that's a game. I guess, like you said, more for the fans. Yeah, it's right. it's one that um, well, win or lose doesn't mean a whole lot. Right, going going on further, but the reason we did that was they got into our OMB tournament over Christmas, and then we played them the first game coming out of the OMB on, like, January oh, the 6th. yeah. And yep. so uh, at one point, I think last year or two years ago, we played them back-to-back. Uh, we had to play oh, them really? yeah. yes. December 21st, <laughs> yeah, I and, then, that. and then we drew them in the OMB tournament. Uh, so we needed a place to put that game, and, you know, we thought what better place that right right here at the beginning of the season, you know, kind of a – a showcase just like the Washington Bar Reeve yeah. game has become or is. And um, the girls play before the girls, yeah, which, is great, nice which is great. Yeah. yeah. And, and my daughters all play girls basketball. So that's kind of a, a nice thing for me to get to, to watch that beforehand and then, and then play our game. So, you know, as far as preparation for Ligoti, um, you know, man, we, we've got so much to do for ourselves that um, we're, 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 we'll focus on personnel and those types of things, but uh, we're really worried about ourselves. And, and, and that game will teach us a lot. It'll show us right where we're at at the beginning of the season and, yeah. and what you need to work Turn, on. And tournament work. atmosphere right out of the gate because <laughs> yeah, right. last year that place was packed. Yes. Yeah, yeah it sure you, was. You could feel it. So uh, I'm going to bring this up. Um, you know that was me that had the tweet <laughs> about the Duke missing their parlay? I, I heard that. <laughs> I heard that. So I look just the other day, you know, I'm not exactly, you know, Donald Trump on Twitter. I don't have 8 million <laughs> followers. I tweet, I looked the other day, that thing's got over 7,000 views. Yeah, <laughs> not something I'm super proud of. Uh, but, you know, I mean, it's the motion of the game. And oh, absolutely. Well, yeah. We've all done it. That, oh, was, yeah. that was one of those things I, I didn't aim to break the clipboard. Um, but, 
you know, what a tough call there at the end. Oh, it was. And, and it the was. thing that was so was. frustrating was about about that is – what were we down? One yeah. um, with seven or eight seconds left in the game, and we yeah. called timeout, and we had to say it at least three or four times, don't move on these screens, don't move on these yeah, screens. Yeah, right. And, and the kid that they called the foul on on the moving screen – told me after the game, I said, did you move on that screen? He said, Coach, I even told Kirk, who was in front of me, it was Jalen Nepp, don't move on this screen yeah. while we're out on the floor. He said, no way. And, you know, it was a frustrating – that was a very frustrating moment. Yeah. And yeah. – uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's all good. I think yeah. everybody takes those things with uh, with the the. the say we do that usually on Tuesday night in league. Yeah, we throw exactly. Golf club or... well, and but but in that situation, there's very seldom when you when you know and it, you know like I say there was a few seconds left, but there was enough time for you know free throws or whatever after. But yeah. you knew that was it. I mean, yeah. it was it was almost like a football play. You know, it's yeah. fourth and one with seconds to go, and yeah, then there we was were, no doubt. It was it, here we go. We were coming around the picket fence. And, yeah, and. Uh, you know, our our guy with the ball ended up on the floor, and I thought when the whistle blew, I thought, yeah, okay. I, and then I see him coming out with uh, some type of moving screen. And yeah, oof, is that, that a play? Like, just, let's just say that play. That's a play that you, you've got in your book. You know what you're doing before the timeout even starts, or is that one you you came up with more at the moment? No, that that's something that we've had and we've used. Uh, we used it in 2000. 11 i know for sure when craze craze ran the same exact play against eastern eastern yeah. was like 19 and one that year or something and uh, we ran the exact same play and craze hit a left-handed layup to to win the game for us on on the exact same thing yeah. so um you know that it was, was one just, you had. just one that one of those things we got in our pocket we well in the luke zeller interview it was funny when he was talking about the last yeah. second shot he said they that practice we practice it every day yeah. you know that yeah. exact same play we practice yeah, it every single day sure. so so your north north davis tournament who's all in that this year i know it took a couple of big hits yeah but. we we took uh and it, you know i think it speaks highly of our tournament that two of our eight yeah. teams got invited to a hall of fame this year uh yeah. in, in uh, uh blackford and and bar reeve so we replaced them with paoli and rock creek and then we have some of the, the, the same teams, South Knox and Brownstown Central and um, ourselves. Rushville is in it again, my, my hometown. Oh, cool. Right. Their, their, uh, their head coach was, was the center on my basketball team. Oh, really? Uh, okay. Oh, nice. When I cool. played. So we're, we're really good friends and wanted to get them down here. And, you know, we try to do those things as far as we try to, to bring in two or three different teams every one or two years to, to keep the spice and also to – uh, make it what it is, which is one of the best small one A two A. It's came a long way since that first year. <laughs> it, it's amazing the the you know one year I remember uh, we beat Brownstown for third and fourth place, and Brownstown ended up in the state finals. Yeah. We ended up in the semi state that year. So, wow. um, and that was for third and fourth place. Right. Game. And I, so I love the, that term. Yeah, it, yeah. It, I do too. I, I love mean, that term. to come I, down I, and see good competition. I, I circle it and everything yeah. else. I mean, this is that's one of the the games. You and a go collection see. of great coaches. I mean, what a tournament and yeah. i don't care what dave brings dave can oh. have everybody yep. at five five yeah. oh my gosh <laughs> yeah and dave they bring- will <laughs> battle you yeah. yeah i mean there's there's been a couple of years where you i mean it was obvious they didn't have the talent well, on the floor year, to some of the other teams they but competed. they'll hang with you well they yeah. won a sectional last year yeah they, they, that crazy? they were like seven and 14 and ended up winning the sectional I mean, usually there's four or five sectional champions out of that yeah, yeah. like i said sure. it's came a long way the first couple of years i remember those so yeah. I, I mean you had you've had to draw on that already but um Right now, we're status quo. If 
we're just in a holding pattern for that probably. That's right. Yeah. Um, I, I think I can tell you for sure the way things are going and, and you know, we're not going to all of a sudden magically go to a green level or right. know, that type right. of oh, yeah. right. county. I think I can tell you for sure we're probably going to space out the games to where, um, you know, we allow the two teams their as many fans as they can get in our gym. Right. Um, you know, if we played it today, we would be allowed 600 fans. So, okay. um, you know, we'll space it out probably every three hours where we'll play a game, clear the gym, play a game, gotcha. clear the gym. So it's not going to be quite the fan spectator sport for right. those people that yeah. just love basketball and love yeah. watching it. Right. Um, um, but, you know, if you buy it, we are going to sell a season pass, so you can clear out, go get something to eat. Sure. Come okay. back and, yeah. and do those well, things. Well, so. kind of like what they did up at Ball State. I mean, that for the girls' volleyball, I mean, yeah, in, years, in years past, that was, you know, condensed down. And this year, it, I mean, it spread all the way through the evening, yeah. you know, to get you. They came in and cleaned and did everything. But uh, I, don't, I don't want to go too far down the COVID rabbit hole, but you're, you're the athletic director, correct? That's, That's correct. correct. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> my god you guys I, you know i know people everybody's got their opinions and they can bitch and moan and all they want you there's no handbook on what you're doing right i mean That's trying right. to schedule this stuff and and change and not not even mentioned during the classroom like what's that experience like and not just tournaments but on a day-to-day game-to-game basis well it's uh you know we we kind of when we first started in august well heck we started way back in March or April, right, but, yeah. Uh, when we first started back to school in August, um, you know, we were we were still on a kind of a day to day, week to week basis, and um, you know, through the middle of August, September, we we kind of got to where, hey, this is working. We we were going to get this done. Uh, things went well. We only had to cancel one football game, and everything else was kind of on schedule. And um, I won't say we relaxed and or got a chance right. to relax, but. Uh, it, it became predictable to where, you know, this is what we're doing and this is how we're doing it. And then over the last two or three weeks, yeah. it's, it's flat exploded again. Right. And, you know, on Thursday alone, we had eight different games canceled uh, with us and uh, by five or six different teams at all of our different grade levels. So, mm. uh, again, I mentioned John Mullen as our basketball coach. He's also helping me with scheduling. Thank yeah. goodness. Yeah, right. And um, because that that's all you get done uh, sure. with that because – uh, we had a girls' game scheduled last night, and we were supposed to play Wood Memorial. They canceled us about a week ago, so then we lined up Cloverdale. They canceled us the day before, and we ended up not playing. And so it's, just, it's one of those things. that The great thing, though, about, I guess, the difference between fall and winter is, you know, in fall and football, if you miss a game, you're done, and you right. just move yeah. on yeah. to the yeah. next yeah. week. At least with basketball, we can kind of find days to reschedule. and. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we'll keep going yeah especially this early you can you can massage it you know and Absolutely. everything else but you know when we get down to you know march or february and stuff but do you teach also no uh i was gonna principal. say i'm, I'm, I'm the though. assistant principal oh god <laughs> <laughs> so yeah you got, I, you got full plate i joke around i have i have basically three of the worst most hated <laughs> positions at North Davies. I, so. I wasn't even gonna say hated i was just gonna say covid related so that's not yeah. like covid related you've got a handful between, sure. you know, being the coach is probably the easiest one out of COVID related. Could be. Yeah. And then AD, we, you've already just said how much you've got to reschedule. And then assistant principal, you've got to contact tracing. How many kids are, you know, I mean, wow. So you're saying assistant principal isn't like the backup quarterback. He's not the most popular guy in town. <laughs> That's right. Neither is the athletic director. Neither is the boys basketball coach. So, yeah. 
And then you got assholes like me tweeting pictures. Exactly. There you go. (laughs) Thanks for the help. (laughs) But then, uh, so, I mean, we had all the fall coaches come in, and they basically were saying, you know, we're telling our people, take it one game at a time. This could be your last. I mean, are you sending similar message to your kids? I mean. Well, we had, and like I said, we we got pretty confident that that we were going to be able to do this. Sure, yeah. And and like I said, in August, when we started, I, I... I didn't see any way in the world we'd be at school more than two weeks. I didn't see how we'd play yeah, sports. Yeah. And then we got into it, and we we didn't have COVID-positive tests. You know, we've still only had four or five positive tests um, since we started in August. Yeah, and awesome. The kids have done a great job. The teachers have done a great job. Great. And our administration has. So, um, yes and no. I'm not, I'm not saying that to our kids and it's more of a mental aspect yeah. i don't want our kids thinking you know yeah. anything but um march 2nd full season yeah prepare uh take it in steps and uh so yeah we i think in the back of our minds we all know that that's a possibility um we are going to move our senior night i was going to ask if you were doing that. Uh, both boys and girls are moving their senior nights up to first week of december but you know that's more of just a precaution not 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 a prediction of things to come and um you know i i think the world has seen that you can't we can't go back to march and just sit in your right, house for right. a month yeah, and exactly. uh, hope hopefully they'll let us continue to play uh, yeah i went to the grocery store yesterday and and about a month ago there was maybe 10 percent masks and yesterday it was about 95 yeah. so i think yeah. we continue to do that stuff we're going to round this corner yeah. i want to yeah, go, so. go back to your team i want to go back to two guys that i love and i've told blake this who are they blake besides us two on his team oh okay mullen no those wilson, oh, wilson boys yeah wilson, wilson boys wilson boys yep yeah. i love him death yeah i mean i saw him last year and i was like wow i said and the the way the 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 way they remind me of to a certain extent, and I guess the way they run and, and the stature, Frankie Davidson, Fort William Blackhawk. Sure. Remember oh, him? Sure. I love Frankie Davidson yeah. just because of his motor. And I and I, I see the Wilson Wilson boys, and I'm like, they've got something there. They Coach, like you're going to have something. I hope. <laughs> I really hope they, they do something for you. Well, their, their bloodline is great. You know, their dad was one of the best shooters to ever come out of North Davies and better basketball players. Oh, and, cool. Um, you know, the thing about the Wilsons, and I joke about this all the time, is they they look like choir boys, church boys, yep. and, and, and just, just straight arrow. And, and I think that, you know, for the most part they are. But, my goodness, you get them on the floor, and they, they will chop your head yeah. off, wow. and they'll, they'll come at you. And I love, um, you know, this is really – last year they, they did play and practice, but with those four seniors – um, you know, they were kind of in the background yeah, and, and this year they're not in the background and it's so fun to, to watch them interact with each other. I mean, they cut each other, no slack <laughs> whatsoever. I, can, I can't imagine what their, what their house looks like when, <laughs> when they get after it. But. You know, that description sounded like the Stimels with the WC back in the, yeah. in the early nineties. Yeah. yeah. They look like choir boys and then they'll just rip your heart out. On yeah. The yeah, they, I, they certainly will, but they're, you know, they've got the whole package. I mean, they can shoot the basketball they're they're getting stronger every day they're driven they're very very smart about the game there's you know we're already doing things in practice that that you just don't can't teach don't teach um some things that they see uh they're ahead of the game a couple steps ahead of the game and um they're yes sir no sir kids and just great great guys to be around that's awesome yeah they're 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 a favorite of mine i mean uh, you know that's all none of the three freshmen last year in my opinion looked like freshmen when they were out there right i mean 
and Mullen, you know, I think it was good that he had kind of those four other seniors last year because he could be kind of the true point guard pass. And I think this year, now you're going to rely a little bit more on him for yeah. scoring. Yeah, there's and he no, did that kind of toward the end last year. Yeah, no doubt. And, and Jalen, you know, and, and credit to Jalen because that's tough. I mean, I've only had two freshmen play for me. Nick Craze was the, was one, and, and Jalen is the second one. And then to come in and play with four seniors that, you know, it's just the – the dynamic of it of of the alpha male yeah. and, and who's mm-hmm. you know who's this and um, Jalen really handled that well but uh, he's made that transition as well but you mentioned those freshmen they're ahead of their their time and and that's due to their mental ability uh, obviously they've got physical skills but they played a lot of basketball I mean Jalen Mullins played played more basketball than any of those uh, seniors probably had last year I mean Townsend played a lot too during the summer and stuff but. Uh, you know, they just all have played a lot of basketball. Yeah. Uh, they're confident in what they do. I mean, they only lost, what, two or three games and yeah. all the way through the grade levels, and they're confident. Townsend, he went to where, – where'd he end up? Ohio. Ohio, Ohio Dominican. Dominican. It's oh, a right. Division two school. Cincinnati somewhere. Yeah. Right? Columbus. Columbus, okay. Yeah, okay. All right, he, good deal. What he, time do you have practice? Do you have to get out of here? Uh, we practice at 11 today. Okay. So right. good. But, yeah, Jack, he, he, he was one of a kind. <laughs> He was a move in. Um, yeah. He was a guy that did not come up through our system, yeah. and um, his style um, it 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 uh, it was it was a conflict uh, of styles and the way he wanted to play versus the way we needed to play. Right. I mean, I I want to play like that too. I, I want sure. I yeah. want to have a team that just gets out and runs and guns and scores eighty yeah. and outscores you. But you know, at, at North Davies at a one A basketball school. Um, you know that's that's tough to do, and sure. especially when you're trying to beat the number one team in the state that's five miles away from you. Yeah, um, and it's going to be really tough to outscore people. So um, Jack came a long way. I will he say did. that, and and he he um, he definitely uh, did some great things. I mean, he set the school record for most threes. He was thirteen for nineteen one night. Yeah, uh, had well, forty seven points, something like that. Rube, so right, he was a scorer, but. Um, he he was a volume shooter, and and when you take a volume of shots against against a lot of these good teams, you don't get the ball back. You don't get right. right. And you know we really learned that lesson his junior year. We were playing Bloomfield, and um, <laughs> we were we were within three points with about five minutes left. And you know I told him we, we've got to go to the basket. We got to go to the basket. He fired a three, and they went down and scored, and we never saw the ball again. Oh, I mean they yeah. they they That's spread Bloomfield. it out, and. A five-point lead is a is a twelve-point lead yeah. around here, and uh, that's just stuff that that was some real growing issues that um, that we had. But Jack was a good player, and and I think he'll be successful at Ohio Dominican. I've told him many yeah. times his game suits the college level way Better, more than yeah. than it suited. Right. What, how what how we tough did. is that on you when you've got? like you said, kind of conflicting ideas of what we want to do with the basketball. How tough is that for a coach to know you, you know, a lot of times you got to have him on the floor, but how do you, how do you get that mindset changed or do you? It was extremely tough. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, There was, there was many conversations that we had and to his credit, uh, he tried. Sure. Yeah. He he tried. He, he changed his game. The one thing he did uh, he had never, I, I don't think when he was a junior, when he showed up, uh, I'm not sure he ever had made a block out before on defense. <laughs> and uh, he became a really good defender for us. Yeah. We put him on the other team's best player. Yeah. And, and uh, he, he was a shutdown defender by the time uh, he was done. So, like I said, Jack, Jack really 
uh, improved his game. And matter of fact, I saw him a couple weeks ago, and he said, Coach, he goes, they're, they're kind of making me a point guard up here. And he goes, man, thank God that, that you showed me the fundamentals and, and some of those things because that really applies at the college level. He too. will appreciate you more in his 20s than I, he did in his teens. I think yeah. so, probably. Yeah. yeah. And he he didn't get a lot of credit for that, but I, and I noticed that through the games. He was a def- he, defensive-wise. He, yeah. yeah. he was very good. He, Absolutely. He, he got more credit for the the shooting and everything else, but the defensive wise, he was great. Switching gears on this, you know, he averaged fourteen point eight last year, and and I'm not holding your feet to the fire or anything. Who makes that up for you? Well, uh, or, or, that's not something we worry about a whole okay. lot. Um, we worry about scoring one more point than the other team, and whatever that score is, that's what it's going to be. And you know, like I said at the beginning of the year, we always try to see how fast we can go because I, I truly believe. That you know, if you can overwhelm your opponents, yeah, um, go do it, and and you know, so so we try to find our pace early, and um, depending on the opponent, depending on who we're playing, um, you know, we we may have to win the game thirty five, thirty four, but there's some games we want to win sixty to fifty. So yeah, um, you know, we'll we'll play any any style, um, but it, it's a matter of kind of what your team looks like. But who makes it up for us? Obviously, the two Wilsons are, are going to be scores. Darren Loniger, our senior. Uh, Ike Wolford's going to get some shots. Jalen Mullen, for sure, is going to okay. uh, get more shots. And, you know, it's it's going to be a team effort, for like, sure. Like you said, you only got to win by one. That's right. That's, <laughs> That's it. it. <laughs> hey, that is it. 35-34 is the same as 56-55. It's, it's a W in the book. That's right. You know, you, you as a longtime coach, and you've watched kind of the rise of this playing year-round in AAU, is that – inability to do fundamentals is that an aau culture thing that you've watched happen 100 percent. yeah and the the fundamentals and the shooting yeah uh the shooting is uh kids just don't take time uh to get that done basketball is a game of skill yeah you, you can't just walk on the floor and and start making shots right. or dribble with your left hand and those types of things so there's way too much um five on five aau stuff being played yeah i, I understand the necessary ness of of that um but you've also got to make that time and and that's something you know with jalen we've talked about a lot he he wants to play five on five five on five five on five yeah. and i want him to do 15 minutes of shooting drills right and right and so there's Interesting. A, a fine line there well in guys our age we watched basketball games yeah my son watches who's a junior he watches highlights yeah and you know and it's it's fun to watch steph curry when he hit when he hits a 40 footer fading away, but you don't see all the textbook fundamental shooters that they're shooting that he does from 20 feet. That's right. And, and the game has changed so much with, with these shot clocks. And, you know, I watched the NBA while they were in the bubble and it got to a point where I couldn't even hardly watch it because it became so predictable. There's, there's no offense anymore. It's just spread it out and drive it and go one-on-one and, and take a, take a shot. And that's, you know, I, I grew up watching Bob Knight. I, you, you know, the seventies and eighties yeah. basketball, that's how you play basketball sure. right there. And, um, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm thoroughly convinced that, uh, until they put a shot clock in high school basketball, why would you ever take a, a, a bad shot? Right. I mean, it, yeah. We have four, eight minute shot clocks. Yeah. Why would you ever take a bad shot? And, uh, you know, you see bad shots all the time yeah. in, in college and and and, pros. and I'm afraid that the, the the trend of coming in on Saturday mornings and dribbling and dribbling and passing and passing is going away because we've got a tournament in Bloomington. No doubt. And it, we could we could debate that. Well, there's no debate here. I mean, it, yeah. it's going to be the end of fundamental basketball. Yeah. 
Two things. Coach said that you need skilled. That leaves us out. Yeah. Wait, we can't. I can dribble. I can dribble left-handed though. Yeah, yeah. be in shape. Yeah, yeah. I can. I, I'm still a fantastic free throw shooter. The problem is I can't run up down the floor to get fouled. Yeah, Ch- me neither. Ch- cherry picking all day long. Yeah. <laughs> um, shot clock. Do you yeah. think it'll ever? I hope not. Yeah. Um, you know, and Dutch and, and not. You know, I think everybody has a misconception about what we try to do, and you know. We've we've played 35, 34 ball games out of necessity, not mm-hmm. because we want to. It's out of necessity. Why why would you? You know, I always always uh, compare it to uh, fighting Mike Tyson. Um, if, if you're fighting Mike Tyson, um, are you going to go in and throw haymakers with him, or are you going to run around the ring <laughs> and try to you know survive? Yeah. And you know that's why why would why would you just trade shots and running up and down the floor with some of these really really good teams right. when the more volume shots and and possessions the the more it it favors the the better team. Oh, yeah. So um, you know it's it's one of those things. It's a great I've, analogy. I've I've got to throw haymakers because I can't <laughs> run. Good around luck. That. I can't <laughs> run around that ring. Speaking of us all being the same age, remember when he was fighting early on those Saturday afternoon on Wide World of oh, Sports? <laughs> those you couldn't even get your hot dog eaten by the time he knocked his <laughs> dude. Down. I ain't making it three minutes in there. I mean, come on. I gotta go I, in and throw haymakers. I can still remember when Michael Spinks was about to fight him. The look of fear uh, on that man's face. What did I, I posted something the other day on Twitter. Was it Hearn, Hearns and a Hagler? Hagler. Those three rounds, the greatest that, that, three rounds in boxing. That first round, oh, three minutes long. No. I, I mean, you don't see that many punches in. But getting back, getting off of that. Um, <laughs> but this ain't the the Jack Butcher days of the four corners either. Right. No, right. I mean we're, you know. Jack, Jack. I mean, Jack just held the ball. Yeah, no, you're mean, working to get good shots. You're right. working to get shots. That's, I mean, that's probably the the misconception. My my brother in law, uh, he he's a teacher at Lagodi and one of my best friends, and we try to talk basketball all the time, and he thinks he knows way more than he does. But <laughs> uh, See, you're sitting in a room with three other ones he, like that. He he caught you know he talks about well you, you guys are holding the ball. We are never no. holding the ball. We are deliberately attacking you. Yeah, and if uh, we'll we'll take a shot off one pass. Yeah. If it's a great shot, but if it takes us 13 passes to get it, so be it. Well, just so happened last year, some of them were from the volleyball line. You're, you're looking, <laughs> but you're looking for the guy that the defensive guy sleeps and you're looking for the back cut. You're looking for something like that yeah. to where if I'm out there holding this ball for 20 seconds and you fall asleep, I'm taking advantage. That's uh, right. This That's ain't, it. again, this I, is not Jack and sitting out I, there. I watched, yeah. Right. I was you know, at a sectional oh. that year that it was two to nothing at the end of the first quarter, and I thought the roof was going to pop off that Bar Evil Goody sectional. I bet. Yeah. Because yeah. it was on the hip, and we yeah. weren't moving. Well, yeah. I, I, uh, you know, I learned that real quick when, when I first came down here. Man, we were, you know, and I didn't know anything. I, I was naive to this place. I, Honestly, in 2000, I hadn't heard of Jack Butcher. I right. hadn't heard of Lagodi. I hadn't heard of Bar Reeve. I hadn't heard of. Ron McBride at Bloomfield. Yeah. And I still remember sitting at the Hatchet House watching Lagodi and Washington play my very first year sometime mid-December. And they announced that uh, Bloomfield had beat Eastern Green, who was really good, went to a semi-state that year. Um, Eastern uh, Bloomfield had beat him 13-12. to 12. It was the final <laughs> score. And I was like, oh, my God, that is fantastic. Yeah. Because Bloomfield had no business being in that right. basketball game. Right. Uh, yeah. They had the Burris brothers. They had Carmichael. I mean, they were they were loaded. They, yeah. they won 20 games that year, and 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 Bloomfield beat them. And I, I became 
good friends with Ron McBride immediately. Yeah. I called him and, and we talked and he shared a lot of things with me. And, um, you know, his saying was, Hey, if you don't throw it to your six, nine guys, I won't hold it. So, right. and, uh, you know, that's what he did. But like you said, um, people need to understand we are, we, we never hold it. Uh, yeah. we'll, we'll hold it if we're up seven or eight sure. and, oh, yeah. and the game's over, oh, yeah. but, uh, we never hold it. We, we are working for a good shot within our, oh, I love it. I'm with you. Love it. I'm with, and, and getting back to that Eastern green Bloomfield, it was a W that's right. That's all that matters. That's right. Who is, who is it down? So is it, who is it somewhere down there still holding it quite a bit, right? Down toward Evansville. Isn't there somebody down in there that I can't think. <sighs> yeah. eh, anyway, so, so you mentioned Bloomfield Eastern. So how is the Swayak looking this year? Well, the Swayak at the top is really, really good with, with Linton uh, yeah. just being cream of the crop. And, you know, they reload every year and yeah. also get people to come and play for them some. And uh, <laughs> jokingly, and, and yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. say this, Joey Hart's probably my best friend in coaching, but yeah. I call him Linton Stockton Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he thinks that's hilarious and keeps going. So. But they're, they're very good. Bloomfield's going to be going to be really solid. Um, and you know, then, then you got teams, uh, the SWAC is, is more of a black and blue type of, uh, conference where you just beat each other up yeah, and you play right. in the thirties and the forties and you go to all these old gyms. Uh, my mother is from Shackamack. So, uh, you know, when I moved down here, she, she started going to all these gyms and she just, Oh my gosh, this is a great gym. I was like, yeah. mom, these are terrible. Gyms. <laughs> but, uh, it was all the places that, that she had been as a cheerleader and, and those things. But um it's a it's a very tough conference uh our goal every year is to win the conference uh we were uh basically one possession away from beating linton got, yeah. the, got the ball stolen there at the end last year from winning the conference so yeah. um you know top to bottom there's there's some teams at the bottom that um aren't quite as strong but boy to to win it you better be playing good basketball yeah, yeah. Well, we you won't should, we won't keep you all day, but speak of, yeah. speaking gems, I mean, yeah, you're fine. I, I, I think of the, of the bird cage. Yeah, it's a great historical gym. But yeah. what? Well, I got one. More. So, yeah, no go. <laughs> since you've been here 21 years, what's your favorite memory, oh, or do you have man. one? Man, I, I've <laughs> got, I've got so I've I probably got top five, but um, you know you got to go back to my very first year. True and, blood, uh, Adam. <laughs> True blood, and and every time I see him, I mean that that that. Man, I was going to say that boy, that, that man is 36, 37 years yeah. old these days. Um, but I see him out and about, and um, I thank him every time <laughs> yeah. uh, because I truly believe had that shot not went in, I, I, I wouldn't be here. Uh, we, well, went, we went 7 and 15, 8 and 15 for the next four years after that, trying, yeah. to, trying to get this thing righted, and uh, that allowed me – that time so uh for that shot That's to go awesome. in and, yeah. and i didn't realize how maybe lucky i was at the time because right. those shots don't go in right that often you remember and that shot no it was no. I, w I wasn't uh wasn't up here but okay WR nope. wrv hit a three to go up one yep. with six seconds left mm -hmm. and we had to go full court and uh adam took it coast to coast and pulled up from about 14 yep. and, and oh, dragged nice. it at the buzzer it was unbelievable yeah um so the the bus ride home Oh, I, with, yeah. with the amount of cards that was you know like i said when i got here we hadn't won a sectional game in 17 years to let alone win a, win a sectional, sectional. Yeah. yeah and uh we had so many people following us so that memory will never be forgotten um beating borden to go to the semi-state in the regional um you know you hear coaches talk all the time about playing perfect games uh, we were literally probably one or two plays away from playing an absolutely perfect game that night against Borden. Uh, I know, you know, in the afternoon game, they beat 
uh, Northeast Dubois like 78 to 71. And people are like, oh, my gosh, how are you going to do this? Because yeah. they were pressing and our kids handled everything. I think we had two turnovers the whole game and they pressed and trapped the whole game. Yeah. My favorite comment was Doc Nash for Borden said we just couldn't speed him up and <laughs> and they couldn't and it was a credit to our kids and and now all those guys are coaching for me Lucas Schwarzentruber oh, wow. uh, Thomas Nugent Logan Wagler uh, those guys now coach for me and um, they're they're the smartest basketball team I've, yeah, I've ever that's coached. Awesome. Well, I guess you mentioned your staff. Go over your staff real quick that you have this year. Well, this year um, we've we've added a, a couple guys and and subtracted Logan. Actually, isn't coaching for a year. He's yeah. he's uh, adding to his family yeah. and 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 just felt through conversations with his wife that um he wouldn't he needed to take a year off he wants to come back he misses it bad i talk to him every day basically or text him and um so taking over the jv spot will be thomas nugent who's been with us for a long time yeah. so uh we're trying to get him out of the cornfields and into the <laughs> practice gym uh he does a lot of a lot of work there and then um, our C team freshman coach is Braden Westner, who had been coaching at the junior high level with Coach yeah. Mullen, uh, and then of course my right hand man, who I, I don't, who's been with me all, everything, but I think two years. He was a head coach at Pike, Pike Central, Central for yeah. for two years. But John Mokris uh, and I, um, we 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 don't even have to say anything to any, to each other anymore to know what we're talking about. Yeah. And, and he's not a yes man uh, by any means. And, and, and that's, that's, that's a great thing. Um, but he is an absolute wizard uh, with his mind uh, as far as coaching basketball and where he really comes in handy is, you know, we're going against a one, three, one, we have four things we can do against it. Well, as soon as we run out of those four things, what else can we do during the game? And he's got two or three things always. Yeah, and that's great. Uh, he's, he's just, I couldn't do it without him. Appreciate him very that's much. That's awesome. So quick John Moker story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got a couple of those. Too. <laughs> so, and he'll, that'll test this. His famous line is that's bull crap. <laughs> so I think we were at clay city and we lost, I think an overtime or double overtime. And he, he did not like that. So we're in the locker room. He comes in, and he said, again, I don't think we ever heard him cuss before this. He comes in and says, that's bullshit. And we're like, oh, uh, it must be real. We have made him mad <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. So there was three or four of us that dressed for varsity. So we're just like, well, I don't think any of us are dressing tonight. So we start putting our, uh, you know, pants and stuff on. He's like, what the hell are you guys doing? Downpour needs you out on the floor to warm up. Well, we didn't think we were going to go dress tonight after that that one. Well, Coach Moke was a heck of a JV coach. He had the JV down to a science, and heck, he'd win 17, 18 yeah. ball games every every year that he coached yeah. there. So, uh, you know, know. My, my story is more on the golf course with him. Uh, he's a, a, Those of you that know him, um, the, the man shoots mid-80s to low-80s. Yeah. And, um, you know, with, the, with his handicap that he has, uh, it's – absolutely amazing wow. uh, to watch him uh play golf it is and and uh but the the big thing if you ever do play golf don't ever let him drive he's a terrible golfer <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, we, we've we've dug him out of many creeks oh, no. before, so yeah he's not allowed to drive 
so we had on uh, what night was that, Chris? Thursday, Thursday night? night. Thursday night. Thursday night. We had Amber and Mike DeCourcy in here, and we, you came up, and and he said not only was he in your wedding, but he was the most handsome person in your wedding. Is that true? Or can you comment on that? <laughs> I can't. Re- that's been a long time ago too. But Mike's a really good friend. He started at North Davies with us, and and obviously transferred here. But oh, you can and, tell and, us the truth. And Amber, well, I, there's some things I can't tell you. <laughs> I've I've hung out. I've went to a couple bachelor parties with Mike. Oh and boy, those types of things. So, but he's well, uh, let he, me schedule the next show yeah. on bachelor parties. <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. But his wife is his wife's best coach. Isn't um, she amazing? And, isn't she? Uh, she's yeah. unbelievable and amazing. And admire everything she does. And I heard you guys talking a little bit about their volleyball team. Uh, I too sat down and watched it last week, and yeah. um, you could tell by the middle of the first game it was it's over. over. It was yeah. over. It was over. She is, and and we didn't. You know, I would like to really dig into what makes Amber DeCourcy different than other volleyball coaches because she she's she's a great mind. Well, it's and, ca- and it's got to be player development too. Sure. I mean, my yeah. Goodness, her yeah. her kids are so athletic and so in shape and just so mentally tough. Yeah. And yeah. this class that just came through. And I, and I hate to keep you in it, but we touched on something with Amber um, that because of COVID, she said her players were healthy this year. Mm-hmm. That, that may help come basketball season. Because of no, no off season. Of, of, of not playing AAU or club volleyball right. or all this. That may, I mean, I don't know what your, your feeling on it is, but. I, I feel some of that. I mean, you know, um, you know and, and even healthy, hopefully, knock on wood, of, as far as sickness, you know, I mean, some of these, the mask wearing and stuff. Right. Um, I feel healthier than, than I have. And, and I, you know, as far you know, usually you get sniffles sure, and cold sure. and stuff and none of us have had that. I'm, I'm sure it's coming a little bit, but yeah, our kids are, are, it, it took a while. I will say that, you know, uh, we saw in July when we came back and did some summer stuff. Oh my goodness. Um, and even my own kids, my daughter is a senior and I've got another daughter. It's an eighth grader. Uh, ooh, July was really yeah. tough on them to get back from into, that March to July yeah. of not yeah. really yeah, yeah, I, I, I see that. Yep. They, they're kids, and they got that pretty clear. They bounce it back. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's uh, let's wrap this up. But what can we expect in, a, in, in with the North Davis Cougars this this season? Well, I, I I wish I knew a little bit more. And like I said, we spent this entire w- first week here of of uh, you know sometimes you can hit the ground running as far as you just plug your guys in and and you'd call your defenses and you know where everybody goes like like the last two or three years with these four seniors that was probably an advantage we knew where everybody played in the one three one or if we're going to play three two we knew where where people went this year we don't know that yeah and and so we have put everything in this week um just to try to get personnel of where this guy goes where this guy's going to be successful and so we spent a lot of time at that um I, i i think you'll see a team that's that's really smart I think you'll see a team that takes really good shots. Um, you you will not see one pass and fire going one on one, just because they know. You know, yeah. it's not because I'm demanding it. They know. Right. You have uh, a lot of smart mental basketball, basketball players. Yes, absolutely. So you, you're going to see that. Um, we're we're hoping with our length and our athletic ability and the smartness that goes with it to. Um, maybe maybe employ some more zones and uh, matchups and presses and traps and and things like that. You know, because you got to look ahead. I mean, when when you start a basketball season, who do I have to beat to win the sectional? So that's on our mind yeah, right now. Right. And to think we can play Bar Reeve or Lagodi 
in one or two different defenses and not have them figure it out or exploit those things, um, we're kidding ourselves. Yeah. So uh, that we're really going to focus on multiple defenses, and um, you know we got to find out what those are. Um, but we feel like we can. We'll, we'll have to play probably five or six defenses in, in a game, which would be something different for me. Gotcha. Uh, I'm I'm a guy that I love same 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 and yeah. and, and routine routine right. routine. Uh, that's not what this year is going to be in any uh, facet. facet yeah. yeah. Well, the one thing that we we've, we've talked about a million times. Anybody that that plays the Cougars, they're going to run up against a guy that will have his team prepared and ready to play and play hard. So we appreciate you coming in, and hopefully we can talk to you throughout the season, and we'll definitely be rooting for you. Well, it's been a lot of fun. All right, thanks good. for having thanks me. For coming thanks, in, coach. All right, coach. Oh man, what an awesome interview! If that's how all these boys basketball coaches are going to be, this is going to be a heck of a next two, couple weeks. And I, you know, Blake knew coach. You didn't know him, Chris? No, I don't. Yeah. don't so I I never met him before. Yeah, and, I never met. And him. what what a just personable and and insightful and coach that he is. He's got an open invitation anytime he wants to come, Blake. Yeah. You tell him that. I yeah. mean, that's anytime he wants to sit in that chair over here. I mean, it is yeah. crazy though. He's been there. Going on his 21st year, though. And I remember that little interview. I mean, I think I was in fourth grade, and I asked him that. And I, I mean, I'm sure he was lying That's at cool. that point. That's cool. He was. You know, he said, yeah, I was. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, and, and, you know, I didn't touch on it with him, but to come out of the gate, you know, when that first sectional, man, you set the bar high. Oh, yeah. It, but, I mean. But like he said, he goes, it allowed him three oh, yeah. or four more years right. to write this shit. It, and when he was talking about that, isn't that great to think that, an act by a 17 year old kid yep. implications that you know oh but it, i mean it did though right i mean there was no way no one was ever going to get rid of him forever now you won the first sectional ever at a school so 17 year old kids no pressure out there but yeah <laughs> oh, I, I still remember that shot that was and that I, was awesome and I've looked, I've looked through stuff and and you know on john harrell and all this and wait who I, yeah we're gonna have him on by the way god um, i can't wait um <laughs> you know to not win a game since what eighty seven? He said, "Yeah, I didn't know that one." To not win a sectional, I did not know that. So one. yeah, I mean, yeah, they, they cool. put it when he won that first sectional. They put him up on a on a pedestal. Well, I mean, North Davis was always, I mean, he had you know you had Bill Slatton and a couple of years where they were always there, but they were in class basketball or yeah. not class basketball. You yeah. know, you ran to Washington, right? You ran into Mari Vlagodi. Yeah. Who else was it used to be in that? Well, well WC had WC, good, WC good teams. had their years, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, and he got a break, like he said, he was in WRV sectional that first year, right. so that helped. But then the ne very next year, they moved right. Bar Reef. I, I, so. I, I may be biased, but I don't care if you're a Lagodi, a WC, a Hatchet, a Bar Reef fan. That that was an interview worth listening to. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was that was yeah. real good. I'd, so, hey, do us a favor. Um, if you liked it and you like what we're doing here, um. Let us know on social media. Let the sponsors that we've got for the show, Travis, Brett, and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance and Country Oaks, let them know that, that you're listening to us. But more than that, share it with your friends. Tell them to start listening. And our, our listenership is growing. And, and what I'm noticing is people are going back and listening to the Luke Zeller interviews, mm -hmm. you know, to to some of the, the PGA guys that we've had on. And, and those archive interviews are starting to gain some attention. And, and it's anywhere you get a podcast. Matter of fact, I just Googled it the other day. Just just put in birdies, bourbon, and basketball on Google, and it came up with something called Listen List or something like that, where all of our shows, I had 
never awesome. even heard I'm, of I'm it, seen it, it. So there's a million ways to find the podcast. So if it's on Podbean or Apple uh, or yeah. or wherever, um, just find those and 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 let your friends know because we're we're trying here and yeah. we're, I think we're getting better at it. So well, also on that line, on any platform that you're listening, give us a review. Yeah, yeah, hit us with a five star, I mean, four star, stupid, one star. Like we know we are. Let's know. I mean, just give us a review because that that comes to us. So it it lets us know. Absolutely. What give us quick ma- masters update where we're at? And let's well, make our final picks. Bryson, I think you're one and done. He's gonna, he's right on it. They're tied for fiftieth with a couple guys out, and the top fifty make it and ties. Okay. So he he bogeyed the last two though. Um, man, I don't want to do this to brothers. I just I can't. What's that? I can't go Oosh. who I really want to because I don't want to do that to what? you. I'll go DJ. Okay. JT. That's my one and done. Anyway. Tiger. I'm taking Tiger. Oh, my. Ooh. I never picked Tiger. And Where's I'm taking he at? Tiger. Well, he's four back. I, I mean, that's the thing. There's still. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of golf. That golf tournament hadn't started yet. No. I tell you, who is the most underrated major player? Louis Ustazen. Right. He is there every time. Yeah. Have they started a third round? No. They uh, looked like a couple guys had like one hole left. Oh, okay. So, that man, that three-hour delay, that that's that hurt the other day. Well, plus the time. Yeah. Time dip, the I mean, time. I've totally forgot. Oh, crap. For it is sure. going to be done at yep. 5.30. But. Hey, what a fantastic episode of Birdies, Bourbon, and Basketball. Hope you like starting your week off as this will uh, be up when so you head to work on Monday morning. Coach Haywood coming in from Lagodi. Coach Haywood from Lagodi on our next show, and then we're still trying to schedule some of the other coaches. So lots and lots of good things on the way, and it is going to be one hell of a winter as we talk about basketball. One week from Tuesday. Yep. We start. Almost basketball season. Lots Girls of good shows. Started. Yep. Lots of good shows. Yep, girls are rolling already. Uh Gretchen already got a couple wins under her Joey. belt. Joey's two and one. Yep. Lagodi and, and Bar Reeve are, are both to start. Haven't started For yet. For a decent reason. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. On behalf of B3 Nation, we appreciate you listening. Share it with your friends. You are listening to Birdies, Bourbon, and Basketball.